Hello, folks. You are listening to Rewriting Our Future, a mind control exodus with me, Paul Henning. Join us on our journey as we explore and actively work to deprogram ourselves from the forces in the world that socially engineer our lives. Are the politicians, doctors, scientific experts, and news anchors telling us the truth? Is school, pop culture, social media, and television programming supporting the development of our highest consciousness, healthiest bodies, and most sovereign selves? The more we research and listen to our intuition, the more we find that this answer is a loud and resounding no. And so, we are rewriting our future to opt out of the mind control these forces tirelessly aim to manipulate and coerce us with. Welcome to the show, where we are all figuring this out together. What's up, y'all? I'm really excited to bring you today's episode. It is a segment of This Is Why I Love You with one of my oldest friends, Franco. We talk about all kinds of things like his incredible um, weight loss journey and friendship among grown-ass men in today's world, health and community and all kinds of other things. I hope you enjoy. All right, we're Hello. on. Hello, we're on. What's up, Franco? What's up, Paul? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's great to see your face. I uh, We talk a lot in our group chat, but I don't see you very often, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's actually, it's been like a long, long week. So I'm like, I'm glad to see a familiar face. Good. Yeah, yeah. well, it's great to be seen. Um, yes, sir. So I heard some old, some old man said that the other day. They're like, good to see you. And he was like, well, it's great to be seen. I was like, damn. Dude, they always have the best one-liners. They do. Yeah, I'm sure you like, you always have uh, a good memory for that stuff. Well, it's because uh. you can't you can't be mad at those. But mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, how you doing today? Well, I'm alive. I'm like, okay, I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> yeah, for I'm sure. Like, any day above any day above ground. I'm like, well, that's kind of poetic, <laughs> but man, you're seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the baseline, yeah, it's like those funny old men. Oh yeah. Uh, well, thanks for joining me, man. I, uh, you know, I know you've been watching some of my other little episodes that I've been putting out, and I'm just kind of winging it here. Um, but I really appreciate you coming, you know. And when I thought about doing this, and I thought about the section, doing a little segment called "This Is Why I Love You," just because I feel so blessed to have so many good people in my life, you know. Um, you were right up there at the top people that first came up to. Uh, Thank you. So, man. and here you are. My wife was first, and now you're you're on here next. So I appreciate your willingness to uh, let me talk to you on a public platform for for myself. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. Just, uh, like I like I told you about any idea you have. I mean, if you want to do it, let's do it. I mean, let's figure it out together, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because it's like nowadays, you know, well, I guess a couple of years podcasting has been doing, everybody's been doing it. And yeah. there's like, you know, true crime, obviously Joe Rogan, there's, you know, about whatever, any topic you could think of, you know. And I think for a while I was just like, there's too many people out there. Um, and then something finally clicked where I was like, you know, this is, this could be a good way to keep up to date with modern technology and to... Um, and to continue to build community for myself, to connect with people that I love because we don't live in the same state, you know? And um, anyway, here we are just winging it. Yeah, I think you've done that since I've known you. <laughs> for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, we're mm. always making up, you know, something semi-dangerous to do at your house. If not, we're making up semi-dangerous to do what you got able to drive because anyways, we'll go there. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's true. That's a funny way to put it, that it's like a semi-dangerous, you know, and this is like, a, I guess it could be considered like socially dangerous, just to kind of put yourself out there a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's, it's like you said, everybody's kind of doing it. I think we're cautious about it. But if you think about the generation that's like, that we're like, oh, these like 19, 20 year old kids, like, this is just, this is life. Like, they're tweeting, they're making music, they're making yeah. videos, they're podcasting just, mm -hmm. just because that's how they express themselves. Now to us, it's like this big leap, like, oh, look at us, we're on the internet. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, was on my real. daycare picture. So it's like, anyway. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's a good point. Um, every culture has a different like attitude towards it and the different familiarity, you know, um, I, it would be crazy. Like, I know everybody says this, I guess, but it would be crazy if we had TikTok when we were like 13. I mean, it would be like so degenerate. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. It would just be a yeah. mess. I was so glad. I was so glad that part of my life is not recorded, you know, <laughs> like that. Publicly. It's, it's, publicly it's locked recorded. in here. Yeah. 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 Those yeah, tapes are sure. like, they're, they're in the garage somewhere, but I think the mm -hmm. technology to watch them is no longer available. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'd be like, is there an app for this? I got a. So, you know, I guess we've known each other for a long time. We've known each other for a really long time. Um, yeah. I have yeah. A, a picture here. Do it. Do it. I know which one it is. Is oh, it black and white? It it makes us look older. Yeah. Um, shit. Here we go. Let me try to fix it here. We're going to throw it back. Yeah, no worries. See, technology, old man. You don't know. You're 19. Uh, see, I'm still trying to figure up. it out. Exactly. <laughs> Are you waiting for the paper clip to pop up? I don't know what's going on. It's because I got a, a damn... The, the... It's just not working. I'll let it go for now, but for some reason... All right. The, uh, the screen share is not working. But anyway, I had a picture, yeah, of, of uh, Franco and I from when we were like in preschool together. Um, yeah. So we've been friends. We've been friends for a really long time. And, you know, we, even though, well, things haven't been like insane, you know, it's like, but we have had a lot of really, um, a lot of emotional experiences together over the years, you know, I think being friends with somebody for that long and not only that, but with, uh, just some of those, just the way that like, people are your close friends, you know? Yeah. A lot of, I think we did a lot of like coming of age kind of moments and, mm -hmm. um, you know, back then it was just what we're doing. And now when I kind of look back at it, it's just like, like, okay, going to the beach, like randomly or, you know, just, yeah. like I said, going the back way out of particular places and kind of driving at an even level like this, um, mm -hmm. that one time in your mom's suburban anyways, but, uh, just making yeah. these memories and things like you don't realize what you're doing, but it's just, it's, uh, introspective that we really built a lot of our base of who we are and we've grown a lot mm -hmm. as individuals. I think like, you know, especially as much as you've traveled and you know, being in the military and everything and all those different experiences that you've had, like you, you're still the same, but you've grown immensely. So like your roots are the same, like you haven't yeah. changed, but you just have so yeah. much more to offer, like to, to us, to the yeah. world, to your friends, you know, and I appreciate yeah. that about you. That's one thing I really admire about you. Well, thanks, man. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. It's been a feel like I, the, the blessings in my life have definitely come from being able to have lots of support um, through, you know, you and my family and stuff. And uh, yeah, and that's one of the things that, um, well, like the thing I said that I'm just going to get into, that's really one of the reasons why I love you, man, as a, as my friend, because you've always been uh, really reliable, you know, and um, for some reason, there's not that many people in my life that I can trust, uh that I have been able to trust for decades and decades and decades consistently, you know what I mean? And it's really, um, it's a real blessing. And ever since we were like in seventh grade, you know, um, we've been able to have, uh, that kind of just like a vulnerability that I think isn't there for a lot of men. Um, and yeah. so I appreciate that about you and you have that same consistency with your life too. You know, I know that you, you have, a um, a lot of people can rely on you. I think, you know, like you're, your partner and your job and your family, you know, there's, um, there's like a steadiness to you that I think a lot of people don't have. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I've, uh, I've never heard it expressed like that. I think that particular, like I guess sentiment hasn't really been put to me that way. That, yeah. that that's good. That, that means a lot. That means that really means more than, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, um, I think, I think just being unstable with a lot of things, I think 
stability so important to me that I'm like, well, if that's so important, everybody has to have it. And um, mm-hmm. I've never really thought that until like this exact moment. So um, yeah. I think, I don't know, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe. Hmm. Well, it's been a great balance for me because I feel like uh, my job, my jobs have, man, I, all my bosses have been like, this dude might not come in tomorrow. He might never come in again. <laughs> um, I know relationships I've had, I've just bailed on. And like, um, and so it's been really important uh, to see an example of that um, kind of stability that you have, that you've always shown, because now I'm in a place in my life where I really want to embody that kind of stability with my wife and, you know, whatever my next and hopefully last uh job or form of income is kind of be uh not hopefully last but at least move forward in a way where i don't feel like things are uh always like i always just have felt like the ground was always moving out from under me all the time i was just like oh you know um yeah and so i feel blessed to have uh people like you and like jesse and other friends in my life who have always shown that stability because i can I can lean on you guys in a way that uh, I really can't for many other people who haven't shown that for so long, you know? Um, But the other thing too, that uh, I think is amazing is that you're, um, you're just a silly dude, man. Like everybody (laughs) that you work with, you always have like jokes with people you work with and you balance that ability to be um, steady with like a lighthearted use, you know, I know we all get down from time to time, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're always joking around. Everybody always knew you like that. Yeah. I think it's just the best way to connect with somebody, man. I think it's, if you can make somebody laugh and it's the thing is to make somebody truly laugh, not give you that half ass, like, (laughs) all right, man. But to really make somebody laugh, you really got to get to know them. Like, cause you got to know what kind of, joke you're going to say or what kind of reference you can mm-hmm. make or it True. takes something particular about a person to and like once you make that connection mm. you're able to build that you know whether it's you're making somebody mm-hmm. laugh for like five minutes at the store just because you're in line together or it's somebody that you know you're going to work with yeah. 40 hours a week i think it's if somebody's going to take something from you because it's it's a very give and take with everybody and what's positive negative whatever aspect it is, it's somebody's always going to take something from me because you're giving something to them and it's vice versa. It's let them take away something funny. Let them take away a smile. Let them take away a laugh, a joke, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, because sometimes people will tell me later, like, Hey man, like I thought about what you said again, just randomly at home. And I was just cracking up and it's just <laughs> like, dude, like, yeah. But think about me at home. Like, but, uh, <laughs> it, it means a lot. Joke, yeah. It, well, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of, you know, but, yeah, thanks, yeah. man. I, I, you know, hearing those things, it's uh, like I said, it's a long day, particular rough couple days, and it's good to hear some some good things. And you know, I got some really I actually yeah. just came off a really good talk with Gabby, and back into what we're talking about now. It's been so far so good. Cool, that's awesome, man. Yeah, you know, it's funny the way you bring up uh, connecting with people to make them laugh by getting to know them as like a form of sincerity, you know, because. I think about comedians on stage and like, there's always the joke where the comedian's like, so I was on the airplane the other day uh, because it's something just like basic that everyone can relate to. Or it's like, you know, the, you know, those women, am I right? And everyone's like, ha ha, we all know women, but that's just like the most broad way to connect with people. Um, but you're right. You've, you've been able to make good relationships through like comedy. I get, I don't know if it's called comedy, if it's just like in your regular life, but because of that, because uh, of that connection, that's such a good point. You know, even the other day you were messaging me like, man, I don't know, like this, this environment I'm in at the moment, everybody just seems kind of like, uh, I don't know what the word would be, like they're, full they're, of shit or just like uh, superficial. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because it was like you couldn't, it was like you were, because you're, you want to express that authenticity somehow, you know, and even in places like work or school where it's harder, uh, you've always been able to connect through, through that being silly you know i mean yeah we don't really yeah, use the word silly was, as, as man that much well yeah yeah i think it's like silly goofy you know all those things that you know yeah. make people not take you serious i think sometimes and that's been kind of the downside to that right is mm-hmm. when it's time to turn that on it's just people like well now well yeah now like this is not 24 hours a day but going back to that to that moment it's just like 
it's work. You realize how many people in the room don't like each other. And it's just these short mm-hmm. punctuated jokes about these very shallow things. Like, and I'm like, okay, like you're not like, this is dumb. Like, this is just dumb. That's all I could say is like, this is dumb. Yeah. Like, this is not, it's not my purpose. It's not what I like to do. And I mean, there's validation. Mm-hmm at the end of the day with other things where people have, you know, reached out or said, Hey, you really helped me with a lot of things. And that's great. It's just yeah. how, how much are the, do I deal with those moments and the gap between those two that make you feel okay. And that, that man, it was mm-hmm. just tough to be in that room. It was tough. And it's yeah. nothing, nobody's anything bad. It's just, that's just kind of, that's what I took away from it was the negative mm-hmm. kind of everything that I knew negative that was going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh to, it's been hard to get goofy and silly again, but uh, it it helps. It helps. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's it's important. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to do with this like little podcast for myself is because I can see so many ways that I need to uh, to level up. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's uh, because of my marriage or because we want to start a family and just all these things are catching up with me that I feel like I put off for so long by like just I don't know traveling around and just i don't know somebody one time was like this peter pan shit's like not what well, not the vibe dude and i was just like man it really like kind of you know hit me hard um so now i'm like trying to like really get a handle on uh being like a a grown-ass responsible man for my wife yeah um and one of the things that i keep coming up to is my own health journey you know and um my sobriety and uh, that I don't have in uh, my health and stuff, but um, which is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about because you recently did, uh, you know, something incredible with your health this last year or so. Um, but you lost a uh, hundred pounds. Well, at least yeah, at some point, right? Yeah, it's uh, we're hitting like been stuck at the one twenty mark. Uh, Holy shit! A hundred and twenty yeah. lost a hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah, wow. it's uh, it's it's, it's amazing, been, man. It's been fun, and I'm not saying that facetiously. It's 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 been fun. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's had its moments. It's you know mentally daunting, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's been about a year and a half, year and a half total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, since it's like a, my wedding, I think uh, it seems like right after that, you were just every yeah, time I saw a photo was, of you, it was just completely different. Yeah, I think I started like. Everything started oof, the like a month or two before before you got married. Mm-hmm. I'd say oh, maybe about wow. two three months. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, do you want to like just share with us a little, uh, as much as you want about that? Because I know that's a lot of you know that kind of uh, my whole job right now as a health coach is to help to try to help people stick with commitments to their wellness lifestyle. And people are like, I don't, I need motivation or. I don't, I don't have consistency or I don't, you know, um, so I'm really interested about like to hear about your journey and how it all went down. Well, I mean, it's the way things just been something from my whole life. Like since I was a kid, I mean, you, like you say, you know me forever and that's just, you know, that's, that was always a thing. And I think after a while, it's just, you accept it and, you know, it carried on into adulthood. But the thing is, you don't learn any good habits and I just stopped taking care of myself. You know, I was just doing a lot of things I was supposed to, you know, food was just always from like fast food or something that I could microwave oven, whatever, just kind of no attempt at health. Um, So it all actually was, I I found out I was a type two diabetic kind of by accident, which I mean, Hmm. sounds ignorant of me, but that's how ignorant I was about my health. I wasn't paying attention to a lot Mm -hmm. of the, the things that I realized that that were symptoms until afterwards um so i woke up one day gabby had mopped kindly while i was asleep that way you know she could get it done without me being annoying and um i didn't Hmm. know i rushed out of the room like just like a child because that's how i am sometimes and i didn't know she had just mopped so i fell uh so i'm like well you know i fell i hurt myself you know my knee is kind of hurting so i'm like well let me go to the doctor the doctor's like what was the last time you've been to the doctor and you know how that conversation goes so follow up he's like here you know this is where you're at you're diabetic and i was like 344 pounds at that point Um, uh just just all in the belly man it was all just a lot of uh craft beer and tacos to be honest like at that point Mm. and Mm -hmm. um 
it was I just kind of freaked out right there and I was uh in my mind I was very ignorant about it and um actually one of my classes I realized is as uh, I do a lot of cognitive dissonance and I just feel smart because I want to just mm. throw out that I'm going to college now and I'm educated uh, <laughs> for sure hell yeah but that's what it was it, that's what it was I was like well the thing is I'm so much like my dad and I look like my dad and I act like him and the same mannerisms and everybody on his side of the family they never got sick they just they passed away because they mm. got old you know even my dad yeah. like, uh, you know he was never sick which actually now he's diabetic as well and he's taking care of himself um, mm. so I had this idea that um, it's not going to happen to me I'll, I'll, I'll get better eventually I'll get better eventually and so right then and there it was just like yeah no you're not eventually it's not going to happen you need to change um you know i was i quit smoking cigarettes cold turkey that like that day hmm. um i yeah. just i was and i was smoking and it was because of really stress from work i would smoke two cigarettes on the way to work i'd smoke a cigarette on my break and cigarette on the way home just because and i wasn't smoking any other time so it's just like please put your mental health from yeah. work you know, ahead of anything because look at what it does. So, yeah. And I mean, it just was a lot of uh, just a fast forward. It was just a lot of different food choices, educating myself on food. That's why I really liked your last pod. Like, you know, with everything talking about vegetables mm. and stuff like that, like, you know, just realizing like you got to fuel yourself the right way. And I wasn't feeling myself the right way. And it was, it was, it, it I, I mean, I beat myself up a little bit mentally because I'm always worried about, you know, numbers and things like that because I've seen the right. ugly side. Of, I've seen the ugly side of it. You've seen the ugly side of it, you know, with, you mm -hmm. know, relatives of people or your own relatives, you know, whatever the case is. I'm like, I'm keeping all my fingers, toes, legs, you know, I'm not having a massive heart attack. I'm not going to have a stroke. I'm not going to yeah. go blind. Like, it's not worth it to fucking eat fucking 25 tortillas a week to to not be healthy dude like i mean and yeah. that's to put a number on it like that sounds funny but dude that was fucking life for a while like you know what i mean um yeah. so yeah and it's just for sure. really a lot of just lifting weights and i think i started seeing those changes and i that's what's kept me motivated and just trying to see mm -hmm. seeing the improvement in my health moving around better feeling better and um but I've also had to just kind of reel in that I'm not invincible lately. Speaking of health is like, I was just telling Gabby, I don't know. They're trying to do like a 20 year high school reunion. Everybody's like, I'm so old and I hurt hmm. in the morning. I'm like, yeah, that's not me. So <laughs> I recently just had like gout, even though I've been taking care of my health yeah, and damn. her doctor looked at my x-ray that she works for. And he's like, he has arthritis. So I'm an arthritic. I'm, I'm arthritis. Whoa. Yeah. And, yeah. Once it goes back to being overweight for X amount of years and working in retail hmm. and being on my feet for, you know, 35, 40 hours a week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, they weren't joking like this. Uh, customer is like, hey, man, health is wealth. Health is wealth. I'm like, shit. Like, <laughs> it's getting truer yeah. every day. Like, for real. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's incredible, man. And, um, yeah, I mean, I know how it is, you know, down there, like in certain cultures and in certain places, like whenever I go to, you know, the real Grandy Valley, I, I do eat tacos three times a day and I'm happy about it. You know, it's like, uh, it's, you know, the, the culture really, um, leans itself to, well, I don't know, heavier people. I don't know if that's a general, an overgeneralization or a stereotype, but, um, there are certain aspects to, uh, I don't know if it's just the Mexican food is the best food in the world or what. And that's why, but like when I go to the Valley, I do eat, you know, tacos all day. So I can see how it, things can get difficult. It, it And I'm going to be biased and say, yes, it is the best food in the world. Um, but it's because you got to think of just like the over richness that's involved and like the flavor that mm -hmm. comes from the minimalistic cooking of like before. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I only got so much. So how am I going to make it taste good? Put a bunch of yeah. fat. or like you mm -hmm. know whatever for sure butter and then the other good flavors but like the bad habits i think come from that you know what i mean yeah it's it's just it's just a diet mm -hmm. i think of low-income people and then you make everything taste so good because you have to and then guess what everybody likes it you know what i mean yeah yeah that's a good point um 
So I want to know how you were able to maintain your consistency, right? Because I can imagine that at some point you're like, okay, you know, you're at the doctor, you're like, I'm going to change everything. Um, and then, you know, but for a lot of us, it's like two days later, a week later, a month later, um, people just throw it all out the window and then they need another doctor visit, you know, a year later yeah. to get them back on track. But how, how have you managed to stay so consistent that now you're like up to a hundred over 120 pounds? Um, I think being a little too obsessive with some of my numbers, honestly. Um, mm. But at least I feel like I'm justified because it ends in a good way. Like being, you know, check my A1C. Like I, I don't do it daily anymore because since I eat so much of the same thing and my A1C has been so good, then I'm mm -hmm. not going to put my, I purposely don't check it for the stress of, okay, well, this is too high for what I wanted. To, and it's really, they're all good numbers. It's just, I don't want them that high. So I'll, if right. I know I'm doing good, I won't check. Um, and just seeing the weight go down, seeing the weight go down, seeing the scale hit numbers that I wasn't really at. Like, I think the last time I weighed the weight I'm at now, I was in high school. Even then, I think I might be cutting myself some slack. Um, right, for and sure. Not, and not wanting to go back, not wanting to go back because mm -hmm. it was hard. I mean, yeah, I say it was fun and it was fun. It's It's a fun process to see yourself change to see how you can kind of i don't want to say recomposition your body but it's just to change your body like okay so i just got mm -hmm. something different and pick stuff up and down a little bit and i can look different like let's just dump yeah. it down but to me that's just a really interesting thing but just knowing that like okay okay i was you know you're 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 a 250 you're not gonna be 250 again you're a 240 you're not gonna be mm -hmm. again so now i'm stuck you know where i'm at like about 220 five to 30 and i'm like okay so you're stuck here what are you going to do so now i mean i've been doing a lot of the same things so it's just a matter of changing routine and stuff but um just mm -hmm. kind of being obsessive about not wanting to be who i was before um yeah you know my mental health has improved a lot is it still have a lot of work to do yes but not looking that way has helped a lot even though i'm still looking in the mirror i'm like i'm fat and gabby's like no you're not i'm like well less <laughs> fat but um, you know, it's, and it's good and bad, yeah. you know, sometimes it's, I like, I have to let myself relax, but it's just not wanting to go back to because it was, that's mm -hmm. the worst version of me looked the way, looked like one way. And if I start inching that way, then I'm inching back to who that person was. Yeah. I mean, I, sometimes I feel like I'm letting the game to change positive, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's awesome, man. And every, you know, we're all so proud of you. And it's such a good example because like that discipline is what it takes, you know? And so like, it's just something we all need more of the discipline with the healthy eating and the discipline to go to the gym, you know? So on days that you don't feel like it, I mean, or do you just not have those days? You've already like re rewired your brain to just be like, we're, this is what we're eating today. This is what we're going to the gym. None, no bullshit, you know? Or do you, some days you have to like drag your ass to the better food and drag your ass to the gym? the the food part has become a lot easier just because i know that's what's going to help with like spikes of blood sugar and stuff like that hmm. uh, yeah the gym the gym i'll give myself a little more leeway just because i know uh, i've made a little bit more improvement and the thing is i i try to do at least three out of the four days of the week that like i prescribe um, mm -hmm. but I've just had to really balance a lot with school and work. So that's the only reason I've really cut myself some more slack back when I wasn't going to school. That's all I was doing. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, that's all I could really focus on, but now it's just with everything going really, going really well with school and grade wise yeah. and just the progress I'm making. I'm like, okay, I need to, I can give this up for a little while because once I'm done, I can go back at it or I can learn a new way to kind of balance my schedule, depending what things look like and with, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Well, however it's structured for the semester so yeah uh, but yeah there's days it's it's a it's a pitch dude like the thing is yeah, i know sure. like i would rather eat a cute taco but mm -hmm. if i can make like a whole wheat wrap here and i know i'm not gonna feel guilty i'm not gonna worry about it i'm not and if i don't go mm -hmm. to the gym that day it's not gonna be so it's not gonna have as many consequences it's just the yeah. consequences of of eating bad again are not really there for me it's just but i will mm -hmm. emphasize rest i like this week that like there's one day I said I'm not going to because I'd rather go to bed at 9:30 and just go to sleep. 
And that, yeah, for I sure. woke up I woke up the next day, I was like, okay, that was that was smart. I finally felt like I yeah, made a good sleep decision. is sleep is health too, yeah. Um yeah. the poor sleep is the poor man's medicine, they say. Yeah. Um that's awesome, man. And uh, you know, I know you said you did it a lot with lifting weights too, which is not always what is prescribed, you know. Most people are like I guess they want you to do cardio or something, but you found a lot of success in lifting weights. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I like, I mean, to be a guy, yeah, it helps you like, Oh, look, I got muscles now. So that's the, like the intriguing thing. And like, you don't yeah, want to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to look like I've seen a lot of people kind of go up and down with weight. Cause once again, weight's a big issue in our culture and here in our area, mm-hmm. you see these people who, take those those same routes that we're sure like oh a lot of cardio no carbs and they just kind of like deflate they don't look healthy like you know what i mean and it's like yeah Hmm. i still want to look i want to look healthy i want to look in shape as well and it's i it's the aesthetic purpose is like you know to be kind of shallow it helps not that i'm like real buff but Mm -hmm. i just like the way i look better now than i did previously hell yeah but yeah yeah. i agree man You're, you're you look great man i uh it's it's been so amazing to watch um one of the you know i was gonna say so i work i'll try to keep my job anonymous but like i work for one of the the biggest weight weight loss platforms that exists in the modern era and the uh the numbers that you have achieved are like i would have to say they're within like i mean it's probably like one out of 300 people like that have done i mean i'm talking so you you are in like the top point 30 percent of people in uh in the world of weight loss success so i don't know i just hope you're proud of yourself i'm sure you are but i don't know what if anybody's ever told you the numbers that's not a study i just made that up based on the thing the hundreds of people i see at work yeah but it's like beyond one the top one percent is what you've done man it's really it's really amazing i wow yeah no i just yeah i i i i like i said (laughs) I just I I don't give myself a lot of credit for a lot of things. I I am no. not really like, Ooh, just focusing like, you know on I mean? yourself. But, yeah, yeah, but that, well, you that, should. That's... You get you know if yeah, I mean if we see people that will do what you've done at work, we like share it with others. That's how you know, um, which is rare. Um, ah, cool. But uh, yeah, it's amazing. Um, so do you feel like? I guess, I mean, there's so many things we could talk about, but. Do you feel like since you've been on this uh, experience, working on your health more, changing your diet and working out more, which is like two separate, totally important things that, and, you know, it also obviously affects your self-esteem and um, stuff. Um, do you feel this may be a stupid question, but how strong is the relationship between your mental health and your physical health? Oh, it's, it's immense. It's immense. Um, it there's, there's those times just like people are like, well, I need to release stress. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm like, all right, calm down. We get it. But once you actually start going through that process, it helps. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when I would feel depressed, I wouldn't be productive. I, I shut down. Like I shut down. I don't do mm-hmm. anything. And then I start getting anxiety about, well, you didn't do anything. You're being unproductive. Like what have you done with the past four hours? So I stare at your phone. Like, but when mm-hmm. you can go and be active, then you feel proud that you actually got up and did something or you feel accomplished and yeah. even it's a small accomplishment you know it's you still did something that you didn't plan on doing that you didn't feel like doing and i think that's mm-hmm. a good training of your mind is especially when you're somebody who kind of ceases to function when they get depressed is if you can train your brain to still do stuff that you don't feel like doing well that's half the fucking battle is when you're depressed you don't mm-hmm. want to get out of bed well i don't feel like it but i gotta do it you know, I don't feel yeah. like fucking drinking water. I want to drink a beer because I got a whole 12 pack in the fridge. Well, the thing is, it's fucking 11 a.m. Like, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> I would rather fucking be drunk and eating burgers, too. But I got to drink water because <laughs> I have a fucking day. Like, it's, yeah. it's a lot. It, and it's not the mm-hmm. cure all. And I think for a lot, like at first I was like, oh, so like, why am I depressed? Like, I should feel better. And you got to allow yourself to have those moments. But you can't. You can't dwell on them it's like the other day somebody was saying like don't break your arm patting yourself on the back well i think you also got to have the reverse like don't fucking (laughs) suffocate yourself trying to try to get a hug like you know i mean yeah get over it allow yourself to feel your feelings but then choose to move on Mm -hmm. and i it's it's 
it's good. It's good. It's good. It's not everything, but it's a big, big piece of the pie, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, There's just so much, you know, that I've been learning about the human body. And I keep hearing this thing, the anti-fragile, you know, it's like we need, our body needs resistance. Um, we have to lift up heavy things or walk or run or walk up hills or um, even the most like, ancient natural things, just like walking to hunt or holding babies or yeah. whatever, you know, like um, all of that is so uh, important to our, our mental health. And so it's like when you were like doing a lot of like, physical labor like when you're in the park system like you have to carry all that equipment like yeah your mm -hmm. ass was tore up at the end of the day but at the end of the season like yeah. how much lighter was that pack and like those few For like sure. months months after that you're still pretty active like how much easier was it move around or like as much shit as you do yep. outside your home and like activity that you do outside your home imagine if you yeah. didn't have that discipline or any of that experience like would you be able to cut down the trees at your like at your property and stuff like you know what i mean and yeah. it keeps you young. It's so it true. Young. It does. It keeps you young and and keeps you engaged, you know. And yeah, that's a good point. I think like and sleep, you know, sleep is so important, I think. Um and there's something about if you work out, you just most of the time you sleep better, you know what I mean? Like I think about doing the wild and fire thing, and I didn't even do like the hardest job, but on hard days, like we would sleep just straight up in our clothes, outside, on the ground, no tent. Like most of those guys do all over. That's like how it works. But it'll be like cold as fuck in some places. Or you'll be like, it'll be loud. Or maybe there's mosquitoes or who knows. But everybody just, you just knock out. Boom. The whole shift, the whole night, the whole sleeping time. It's just like, you're just passed out. And then, you know, now I have trouble sleeping in my big cozy bed. Like with the lights <laughs> all off and the, and the, and the air and the white noise machine going. And, and, uh, but I need ambient noise machine in the woods. Mm, there you go that's true yeah, like that, birds that. chirping and... yeah that's Not a good enough. point i need yeah it's like uh that movement is so important um so tied in with that something that i keep coming up against more and more now um is the cutting down on the intoxicants you know and i know that growing up we were not shy of pursuing in sobriety we you know and it's like that has that kind of uh that kind of like party lifestyle all yeah. of a sudden we're like grown as hell you know and i still want to go do that shit on a thursday night i want to like party the way i felt like i used to and i i have turned it down a lot but i know yeah. now that as i start approaching these other ceilings like i have a ceiling like there's like ceilings i need to burst through like i need to burst through my income ceiling right now i need to burst through exactly. my my working out and my health. And I know that the sobriety thing, or maybe not the complete sobriety, but being more responsible with um, things that are normalized. It's just a problem for me. For example, where I live right now, it's just like everywhere, I guess, but the breweries popping off, you know, I yeah. mean, my wife works at a brewery as an assistant manager now, and they don't even take my money. Like I, that's awesome. So I'm at this stage in my life. It's like I've my whole for the last 20 years, I've been manifesting free beer. And the moment that I get unlimited <laughs> free craft beer, I'm like, I can't come here. Like sometimes sometimes I go to the brewery that I have to pay just so I only have two and I go home, um, which I'm like, this is just absurd, you know. So what's the match uh, for course, when you're like, like for when you're manifesting free beer? I'm sorry. I just have to ask. <laughs> what? I don't know. You, you just, oh, man, I don't know. That's funny. I got. I'll put out. A, I'm gonna put out a course. No, no. I'll put out a course. It's like, hey guys, for fifty dollars, you get my YouTube channel. How to manifest free beer in twenty years? Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and now, of course, the weeds like legal, and so now, and the, you know, and every people I know all around me are growing it. You know, and so I literally have free beer and free weed now every single day if I want it. And I'm just like, this is not. But I don't know how it happened. It's just like comical, you know. Um, so, yeah, I've been That's trying to, to step back, but it's hard, you know. It's like it's hard to uh, it's hard to do it, you know. Yeah, I think tenth to twelfth grade us would never believe we'd see this day. I think I think we we <laughs> sat around a circle coughing, talking no about way. you know, man. One day I I don't know when, maybe when we're seventy, <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, but. 
Well, it's it's, it's tough. It's it, it is tough. Um, you know, it's I drink a lot less now, obviously for the you know the, the things we're talking about. But even then, it's just like there's some days for me and Gabby. I woken up on a Sunday. I'm like, yeah, that 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 wasn't worth it. That that was not worth it. Uh, the hangovers mm-hmm. were a little tougher. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, and you for know, sure. just other other accepted things. You know, that that one. I I mean that's that's a hard bargain for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know how you you know you've lived with me, yeah, you've for stayed sure. with me plenty of times. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I can say I kind of lived on both sides because there was a good like year and a half where I didn't do anything. You know, I was mm-hmm. um, this was ooh, like six years ago. Um, just kind of seeing somebody that that was just kind of a thing. And I was like, all right, well, they're like, I, I felt challenged that they said, you can't stop doing a lot of these things that you're doing. I was like, okay, well, yes, I can. And mm-hmm. I was my husband, like a year and a half and it's like the worst year and a half yeah. of my life, <laughs> but uh, not because of that, <laughs> not because of that at all. Yeah, yeah, um, cor- I mean, kind right. of rewind, but rewinds the other way. But anyways, um, you know, yeah. I was still, you know, as confused or angry, stressed, like every, everything was still, mm-hmm. you know, the same, if not worse, you know, like, and just, I guess, mm-hmm. growing up with anxiety and all these things. And, you know, as you're young, your parents want to help you out. And of course she tried different medications and things. And I think if there wasn't a lot of other things to offer, like stay, medi- stay medicated on that would have been my only option. Versus just kind of waking up and mm-hmm. relaxing a little bit, and then I can go about my day. Versus, well, I got to take the second Xanax at eleven a.m. or second fucking whatever else yeah. I was given. You know what I mean? Like that's a good point. Yeah, there's it's a trade off. The lesser and, of many evils. Yeah, yeah, and I mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm not just justifying like oh I'm just you know like I said it's just I've lived both. I live both, and I you know yeah. rather do do one than the other, and because. You know, I've seen like this rise of Xanax over the past like 10, 12 years here where we're at. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's people close to me that if they were to not take any in tomorrow, they would get sick. They would probably die. They would have a seizure, like just because they decided to mm-hmm. start taking medication. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, for sure. That's just not something I'm interested in. But yeah, sobriety is, it's, it's important though, man. You know what I mean? I, Mm-hmm. sometimes you do need to have that in your yeah. head to kind of realize like, Hey, I'm not as smart as I think I am or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's good to hear you talk about the both sides, you know, cause I, I, um, I have so many different influences all the time that I, I, and I'm so easily impressionable that I, um, I stress myself out, you know? And so it's a good, it's nice to hear, um, your, your perspective from, a lot of the ways that our culture in different ways, you know, really encourages us to partake in certain substances. And, um, and there, it, there is like same, same thing, patting ourselves on the back. Not that I'm like saying I need to pat myself on the back because I'm not like on pills or whatever, but uh, there yeah. is a balance there to not being too hard on, on ourselves for things because uh, yeah, there is, um, there's a lot of uh, temptation and, you know, cause that's part of, um, you know, part of this channel, which sounds like really, I think it sounds dramatic, you know, this my rewriting our future, a mind control exodus. But when I came up with that and I started, that's really what how it felt when I started to learn a lot of the things that I was learning about um, the influences of uh, so many different, I mean, so many different things in, in play, like, for example, the pharmaceuticals, you know, that is everywhere. It's just like permeates every television show. You know, we had this revelation a couple months ago that if a television show is advertised and that show has commercials, what they're really advertising is the commercials for that show. Um, and so it'll be like, you know, watch Friends or whatever. No one watch. I mean, no one's going to advertise that anymore. But it's like, what commercial is it during Friends? And if you look at most television commercials, they're always advertising pharmaceuticals and um, and of course, we know many people in our personal lives who are struggling with dependencies of pharmaceuticals like crazy. And uh, and it's just like saturated, you know, and this ties into what you were saying, I think, about the food, because you were like, you know, you had to learn the hard way in your adulthood what good food was. Um, yeah. And that seems really 
sad, you know, and uh, I just feel like it, it's just the, as much as I've learned, it's just like not an, it's just not an accident. You know, these the, the, the methods for us to live our healthiest and highest vibrations. Um, it's, it's not that it's like an accident or a coincidence that most people we know are struggling with this stuff. It, it really, I think, is um, it's just part of the, the systems in place because, it, it, you know, obviously people make money off of our off of our demise. Um, it's like being dead is not profitable and being healthy is not profitable. So the sweet spot is right in the middle. And um, yeah, so it's so it's cool dangling. to see us like rising above that through, uh, you know, people like you that are finding ways to eat healthy after decades of like building that wiring in your mind for certain ways. It's, it can be broken. Like you can rewrite your future. Like you were talking about your dad and other family members. <clears throat> You're like, well, we all just kind of look the same. Maybe we have, you know, big bellies and then, but you like rewrote it. And uh, anyway, it's, it's awesome, man. That's, that's, that's really beautiful. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And your title is not, uh, it's not over-exaggerated. Trust me. Like it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot to take in, but don't worry. Like, I think you're the way yeah. you described the way you titled your show and your whole message. Like, I mean, that's, that's where you're at. That's what it is. You know what I mean? You can't, don't be apologetic about yeah. being straightforward and transparent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. That's yeah. Thank you. That's something I'm, I'm need to work on. I'm working on as well with all this. It's just like being, you know, being able to stand more in uh, my own confidence, which is why it's so nice to just have my friends on. Um, okay, cool. So something else I wanted to talk to you about was uh, I think that we have a strong group of men in our life as friends. And um, together we have lots of friends from where we grew up. But also I know that independently you and I both have close male friends. Um, and I know a lot of guys who don't have as many homies as we do, you know? Um, do you think that's true? Do you think that we have more close friends than most men? I I want to say or, yes. I, I, I feel that way. I felt that way. But I think everybody's like, yeah, my friends are the best fucking friends. But, like, because that's your perspective, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that guy goes mudding with me every yeah. fucking Sunday. He's cool. But, like, you know, um, but Gabby pointed out, she's like, yeah, I know your friends. Like, you guys are – you're an interesting circle like she you know she recognizes like how close we all are and you know i think especially with like the wedding thing coming up she's like well what about your family i'm like well these guys like you know what i mean these guys here so mm -hmm. fighting um but yeah we definitely we definitely definitely do and i think um you know i've met some of your like some of your like overlapping circle like when you got married those guys were really great mm -hmm. you met a lot of my other friends too and uh yeah, yeah i think we're, we're we're blessed to have that we're blessed to have that and i mean it's all i mean a little bit due to you know the way we we choose to operate as well but yeah i mean i'm happy yeah. to say that i agree with that fact yeah yeah you know i think there's like a vulnerability there that i think that we just have i mean Catherine talks about it a lot she's like um she could just see that we have a good group i'm so blessed like the first time that she met all of you guys down in the valley or every time that she's come to see everyone just immediately integrated her. And it was like, um, it was never like awkward and everybody, it was like treated like family, you know? Um, and she was saying that in her experience, like there's, there's a, there's a lack of vulnerability in a lot of the men that she, um, has known in her, in her life. Um, and, yeah, I don't know if there's just like cultural differences from being from different parts of the country or or what, but it, it is really cool, you know, because, you know, I start looking up men's work and I looked up like, a, you know, men's groups and stuff um, online. And of course, now my, my social media the last couple of years just floods me with this shit because they're all like listening to me trying to pay attention. And I see so many uh, advertisements for these groups of men, you know, and they look I mean. The guys look like they're doing their thing. You know, they're all out there in the woods and they're like hugging and they're doing like all the um, it's not quite like the Tony Robbins thing where they're like walking across the coal. But they're out there with their like um, trying to heal through brotherhood and all this stuff, you know, and uh, it's cool for them. But I feel a lot like I um, I have that without all of the extra uh, parade, like the charade of it, you know, it just had to be facilitated I, I, by somebody for like. 
for money. Yeah, and I feel fortunate. <laughs> exactly. Like, and if I know if I went to one of those events, you know, like that's kind of one of the events that Catherine's at right now. But if I went to one, I would probably make a bunch of good friends, and it would be really empowering. But um, I see those men who are like weeping with other men to connect with them um, because they've uh, not had some sort of like masculine uh, brotherhood of of homies, basically. Um, and it makes me kind of sad for them, but it also makes me feel really grateful because uh, I do think that that it's unique. Um, I met a guy a couple of years ago and uh, he was like, you got you got a lot of good friends, Paul? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I don't have any. And he was like a, a like a fucking regular dude in the world who had a great job and like a fiance and a beautiful home. And he was like, mm-hmm. just he was a great guy and he had no friends and like two months later i was no longer his friend because he had like his own thing but um but uh you tried there's a lot of people out there like that yeah (laughs) i did try Um, i really did but i I couldn't i yeah um and anyway i don't really know what my point is with that but i just i just feel like it's special i mean i think um, it is and i think what it is is i think we uh in general it's just you kind of you stick to your values, right? You stick to your values. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like, you know, like oh, I'm conservative or anything, but like you stick to your values on what you count on in people. And yeah. when you find that in other people, you, you hang on to those people. And the thing is, they're mm-hmm. not easy qualities for people to have. You know, like you talk about being yeah. being able to feel vulnerable, um, reliability. Um, and when you have those things with, with people, that's great. And it's good that we have it with people that like are real close. Cause yeah, we all grew up together. We all went to school together. Yeah. But when you can build that community with other people, it's really great too. And, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, and I think going back to the vulnerability thing, I think just sticking with you guys for me has been like, I think I was vulnerable to you guys early on and I didn't get any judgment. You know what I mean? With a lot of things For that sure. was going on and that were going on. Yeah, that's life. true. You know, and, um, you know, when I didn't mm-hmm. really have a lot, of, I didn't want to be home or I didn't have anywhere to kind of go. Not like I was homeless or anything. I just wanted to voice certain situations. You know, you were just like, oh, come over. Hey, just, yeah. just ring the doorbell. Or like, you know how many times I would just ring the doorbell? Like, oh, we're about yeah. to eat. You want to come sit down? And it wasn't like nobody blinked an eye. Nobody said like, what are you doing? Nobody was even yeah. like, Hey, are you okay? It was just like, come have a normal day because I think at the end of the day, I think that's what I was looking for. And, you know, providing that normality mm-hmm. and not non-judgment and the same thing with like, you know, you know, I hang out with Jesse all the time down here and it's the same thing, man. We've, we've seen each other through some stuff with no judgment and yeah, uh, you can't, you can't let that go. You know what I mean? You can't let that go. And as we continue to grow and you yeah. know, work on different things and have completely different ideas, it's, you know, that vulnerability to say, mm-hmm. hey, this is what I think. And I know you're going to think I'm wrong, but this is what I think. Okay, well, yeah, I, not that I think you're wrong, but this is where I see it different. And I think that's that's what helps. Yeah. yeah but I mean, it's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that, uh, you yeah. know, we all got those skills. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is good. It's a good point about the uh, the divisiveness. People feel like that. Nowadays, I think people feel like they have to agree on everything. Otherwise, it's like, no, you're you're not, you know can't sit with us or whatever and um so it's good to have like you said people that share underlying values of trust so that it doesn't matter if we disagree you can you could still be good friends something else that you mentioned um is that you're you know you're back in school and you're crushing it and you're you know um wrapping up in the next couple semesters right and this is I mean, it just seems like you've been doing so many um, things in this chapter of your life, uh, like many, just like lifting a lot of, um, raising a lot of your stats, as it were, you know, uh, not only like the weight loss thing, but you got, you know, your job changed um, in a way that you wanted it to. And yeah. then you're going back to school, um, which you're probably around, you know, people that are right out of high school and stuff. So uh, how's that been being back in school? It's... I thought it was gonna be a lot harder. I like in the sense of like that transition of trying mm-hmm. to like understand everything that was going mm-hmm. on. But I think working in the retail environment I work in, I've already been exposed to like just the random group of people. And what I'm glad is yeah. I didn't 
do online school with the local university. I went with the one that's like eight hours north. So I'm at uh, Permian Basin. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, so now I get to interact okay, cool. with so many different people. Um, and that that's what I really mm-hmm. liked about it. It's been good. Um, actually, I like made a college friend and he's like, like 40. So he's like, am I like a, like my kind of, you know, arena of thinking and we got a lot of the same yeah. hobbies on our free time. And uh, so like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, awesome. we, he lives in New Mexico and he lives in New Mexico and, you know, it's just interacting with all these mm. different people's great. Uh, but it's, it's been good. It's, uh, it's really made me feel more accomplished. And I think that was a big thing that I was not feeling that I wasn't feeling a sense of accomplishment. And especially, I think mm-hmm. that's what led to a lot of that changes. I had been doing the same type of job for, you know, better part of two decades and, it got monotonous and it was just wasn't fulfilling. And I think yeah. now with school, I feel like I'm doing something. I feel like I'm actually going to be making something for myself that I can say, Hey, I did this. I accomplished something. And what's funny is it all mm-hmm. kicked off because my youngest cousin was graduated from Texas tech. And I realized that in my family, only the women had degrees, my mom and her. And I'm like, none of the oh, guys wow. have college degrees. I'm like, I can't let us fucking write out like this. And that was just really kind of yeah, a non-sober. Sure. It was a non-sober thought. And I just ran with it the next day. I'm like, well, I guess I'm signing up for school. <laughs> I can't talk shit and not do it. Yeah. Uh, but it's been good. Um, I'm. It's helping me kind of realize a lot of things. like Because it's a communications-based sort of curriculum. And um, it's helping me grow a lot of with a lot of ideas that like kind of similar to things that you talk about and realizing how we can influence people and how I can influence people in in the best ways Mm -hmm. and how the people are getting influenced in the worst ways. And, um, it's it's been, it's been eye opening. It's been eye opening. It's been refreshing. It's been challenging. Um, but I guess for a long time I failed to realize like that kind of smart and I can do good at things. And it's been good to feel like I said, accomplished. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. You deserve it. Um, Thank you. And then on top of that, you're you're going to be getting married in the next year. Um, yes, in the next like five months. In oh, my God, days. you're right. It's already yeah. like almost July. Um, yes. Yeah, man. Congratulations. That's going to be. Uh, Thank you, man. That's going to be awesome. Do you. Uh, are you excited to be married or to get married or to have a wedding? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I wasn't thinking this was going to be like in the books for me, like at all, really like mm-hmm. just because for a lot of things. Um, but I am, you know, I found somebody that I feel is like that counterpart, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. can, mm-hmm. I can lean on, I can lean on Gabby and she can lean on me and kind of where what I lack, she kind of has. And she's, I don't know how, but she's just incredibly, incredibly patient with me. I know I test her patience not purposely sometimes sometimes on purpose when i'm bored but uh (laughs) but um it's helped me grow and it's helped me grow a lot and just like we just recently had a really good conversation on you know it's funny that i study communications because there's still a lot i need to learn how to communicate with her to be Mm -hmm. a better person and that's something i want to do and i'm just glad to meet somebody that's to have met somebody and she actually likes me enough to like me back and uh but in all seriousness um mm-hmm. she, i didn't think i was going to meet her when i met her and we did and we kind of things just took off from there and you know i think we went on one date and we never stopped dating and i'm perfectly happy with that and i want to continue to just date her till you know so she can stop dealing with me i guess i mean shit um yeah forever yeah. Yeah, it's forever, awesome, man. man. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it's just yeah. like I kind of see like kind of that that the way you like kind of way you and Catherine compliment each other, but like mm-hmm. you compliment each other, but at the same time, it's just like you guys both share these really great qualities about yourself. I think I've kind of met my counterpart in that sense, and I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm excited. And For sure, this really great family. It's wonderful, like man, me and they've accepted me. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, we can definitely see the ways that y'all complement each other, and it's really exciting. And I think about the um, the generations, you know, and I think about our parents' generation, the boomers. You know, they uh, 
they had their struggles and there was a lot of complicated stuff going down because their parents were the generation, the silent generation, I guess. And then before that, it was just like really hard, like really hard times. And so I think, you know, there's been a lot of changes over the roles of men and women and society and like who makes money and what and we got apartments and credit cards we don't all have to have like we don't all just like it's not all everyone's not impoverished like it was just a couple generations ago and so our i think we have a incredible opportunity our generation to look at all this madness because like the the last hundred years have been like incredible amount of change culturally for everyone yeah and i think that we have a great opportunity now to like put it together with um in a way that makes sense you know like i want so many of us saw our parents just like have so many problems you know what i mean i just feel like our whole generation you could just look around and like people's parents were just people just didn't like there's just so many problems, you know? Um, and I see us and our generation, I really think that we can heal this intergenerational, uh, confusion and, and misalignment with our partners, you know, um, in our own unique ways. Uh, but we have the space now to be mindful and to take advantage of our resources and each other. And so I'm really excited for the next generation because I think that we can, we can do a lot of good for, uh, I see my friends doing it. My friends that have kids now, I see them doing it. You know, they don't have the same problems that their parents had a lot of the times. And, um, and so it's, it's just cool. So it's great to see you guys getting married. I know I, it was the smartest thing I ever done. People say that, you know, I've heard people say that. And it's always just like, whatever. And now that it happened, I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I, um, I was told the same thing. But yeah. They're like, yeah, you're, you're going to say you don't want to, but when you finally get there mm-hmm. and it's, it, it's true. Um, yeah, I just I feel mm-hmm. like my life is stabilizing finally and not settling for stability, but I've earned it. I've worked at it and all the steps I've made mm-hmm. towards trying to make myself better have led me in the path to stability. You know what I mean? And I'm glad that it's with her. And sure. I'm, I'm at where I'm at right now while we're doing these things, because yeah. like you said, I mean, you, you know, everything yeah. that's gone on with me and I that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because it's we you got to start you got it you got to set the trend you have to set the tone you have to establish that hey this is not what what we're about anymore this is not what you guys are going to be about you're not going to have to go through what we went through because now we have the tools and the capability to talk and mm-hmm. communicate and figure out how we're not basically not how we're not going to yeah. fuck up royally <laughs> but i i yeah. I, I think we're the ones to yeah do it, for and sure I agree with you. yeah Absolutely. Um, well, man, it's been an hour. Thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else that you uh, you want to chat about before we go? Well, I know at the beginning you said this is your segment. Like, this is why I love you. So I need to return it back because if not, I'm not going to feel complete before the night ends and I'm going to feel guilty. Um, but I just want to just tell you, man, that, I mean, yes, I've known you forever. But even if I've known you like a year or 20 years um you've always been so kind you've always been compassionate and you've always been this opposite of me i'm this homebody who's stuck here and like this is what i'm doing and you've always shown me like dude don't be afraid to do shit and you'll figure it out along the way and i think that was a lot of like we said earlier like a lot of yeah. our adventures when we were younger and like nice seeing you do all these things and all these things that i'm scared to do are these things that you're probably fucking scared as shit to do but you still did it because you weren't afraid and I admire your bravery and like you have this capacity to change at the turn of a dime that just the thought of it fucking freaks me out. And, uh, I just, you take, you take leaps and bounds and you don't think twice about it. And you, and if it doesn't work out, you make it work out for the best for you. And I just, those are the things that I really admire about you. And I'm glad that you're doing well. I'm glad that you're prospering and I'm glad that, you know, you have found somebody like Catherine and, you're doing all these really great things, man. I just want to share the positivity right back with you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. That means a lot. I, uh, yeah, it really means a lot. I appreciate it. And I think part of it is cause I've had such, I can make these leaps cause I always knew I had a big net to fall in, to fall back into with, with my community like you and the others. So yeah, man, I appreciate you saying so. That was, uh, yes, sir. It was really, that's a great way to end it.
All right, man. Um, well, thanks, Franco. And uh, anytime, you know, this is just our show. We could do, I could do, we could do whatever we want. So you have a thought in a couple of weeks, and you're like, you know what, I want to talk about. Um, you just hit me up, and uh, all right, man, come back on. Or we could bring in someone else. I can get up to like six people, I think, on this account. So we could have a whole panel, a webinar, or whatever, you know. Uh, Sounds so good, man. Let me know. Yeah, I'll definitely keep in touch, man. I appreciate it. Thank all you right. for your time. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to support the show, you can make a donation on PayPal. You can find me at Mr. Paul Bry at M R P A U L B R I. Or feel free to pick up a copy of my book uh, recently on Amazon called International Backpacking and Domestic Travel What I Learned While Traveling the World A Comprehensive How To Guidebook. You'll find that link below in the show notes. Take care, thanks again, and grow food, not fear.